This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. In this segment, going over some of the best games on the slate tonight, including Suns-Bulls. It's our second game in action for Kevin Durant, finally suiting up with Phoenix. And in his first performance, pretty damn efficient. Not only was he good, uh, most of his shots were going in, and he was still on a minutes restriction, but still, Jenks, Watching Kevin Durant play, I think, is something that if you truly enjoy basketball, like everybody likes sitting back and watching Kevin Durant play, and that's including other players. But what do you do when it comes to points props and somebody Mm -hmm. who's on a minutes restriction? For me, I feel like you kind of stay away because there's nothing worse than rooting for your player to score more points Yes, and then seeing him return to the bench. But Kevin Durant (laughs) is such an outlier Tonight his points prop is 21 and a half. Would you take a mm. sprinkle on the over? Yeah, I think I would. This is tough. This is really tough. That's a very good question. I mean, it's obviously built into the number there because you hear that. You're like, oh, he's definitely going to hit the over, but you just never know. And also, he is an anomaly because very mm-hmm. few people, very few people can just so quickly heat up. Like you Plug mentioned and play, how too. Yeah absolutely like immediately like there's very few players you can just put into a lineup and you know immediately they're going to fit in and it's going to be just fine well kevin durant is one of those players and he's just so smooth when i was having drinks last night just kind of chilling i was watching some kevin durant highlights which were on tv and i was just sit there mesmerized for like a minute just watching him play because he's so smooth and he makes it look so easy if you're going to play this i think the over is definitely the way to go and also I don't think they'll pull back on his minutes. I think if anything, maybe they increased him a little bit. I Maybe it's not much, but certainly they want to get him more minutes. They don't want to overdo it, but I think the over is probably worth a look here. And also, wouldn't one think in his second game with a new team, it would be even easier? Because I yeah. think the problem is he went against Charlotte in the first game that he was with the Suns, who are not good defensively. In fact, they don't even have their best defender in P.J. Washington. So, like, that was a good matchup for just about everybody on the court uh, for the Suns. I'm not saying the Bulls are much better, but still, like, they're better than the Hornets. It's like a low bar to cross. Yes. So, (laughs) last time around, when I say he's efficient, he was 10 of 15 from the field, 2 of 4 from the three-point line. And also, you've got to consider Devin Booker shooting the ball 26 times. So, do you think there are too many landmines to actually play this? No, I don't. I, I like the Suns here. It just, it feels like it's such a square play to me. Do you know what I mean? Because KD's back. The yeah, Bulls but who really cares? I don't, I know. I don't, I don't care. But I also know that it, it, it feels too obvious to me where, look, the Suns should cover this number, right? And sometimes the square side is definitely the right side. But it makes me a little nervous when I see a line that seems obvious and it feels like a trap to me. Sometimes I'll be like, you know what? I don't care. The Suns are the better team here. I think they destroy the Bulls. KD fits in nicely. The the Bulls are not exactly world beaters. They're not great against the number. And they just lost last time out what? Or at least they didn't cover against the Pistons, who are one of the worst covering teams in the NBA. I think the Suns are the right side. But when I see a number that seems a little short to me, it makes me nervous. Well, I was talking about the points prop, but we can go on to the spread uh, because that's a a similar conversation. We've got the Suns like five and a half. On the road at the Bulls, total 222 and a half. And you're right. Looking at the Suns, it seems a little square. And here's some things you probably need to remember. 
the Hornets were a terrible matchup for the Suns. So looking at that game and saying, well, the Suns absolutely demolished the Hornets. Yeah, the Hornets are really bad. They don't have their best scorer in LaMelo Ball. And plus, it's a team that doesn't really have a ton to play for. But the Bulls have not been playing great basketball either. Their offense looks broken. They nearly lost to the Pistons. I think the way that game mm -hmm. ended, I think somebody called a timeout and they didn't have one. And that's how they like lost the game. So the Pistons like should have won that game outright against the Bulls. So at five and a half, do you think this number is too big? Like, let's start from here. Do we think the Suns went out right? Because I think the answer is yes, yes, right? Yes, no question. No question. Yes, they definitely win this game. I'm not putting $2.25 on the money line, that's for sure. And I know you wouldn't either. But yes, I absolutely think the Suns win this game. The question is, obviously, you know, what do they cover the number? I, I, I feel like I feel like they do, Chelsea. It just this this line feels like it should be six, seven to me. Yeah, uh, I think I would roll with the Suns here. You're right, it does seem square, but wouldn't this team just get better? And here's the other thing. The Suns actually played really solid defense against the Hornets, and like mm -hmm. I said, it's a bad Hornets team, but the effort was there. I think the Suns look rejuvenated in a morale sense that they now are straightaway contenders because they added yeah. Kevin Durant, so the extra effort is there. And plus, the Suns are a team that are not the number one seed in the Western Conference. They still have motivation to win games. They need to win these games uh, or else they're going to be stuck in a spot where maybe they have to face the Warriors in the postseason. So uh, what a matchup that would be. So I think the motivation's there. I think the talent is certainly there for the Suns. I'll be on the Suns minus five and a half over the Bulls. Let's go uh, staying out West. Grizzlies Nuggets. Nuggets laying five and a half at home where they have been spectaculars this season. Totaled 233 and a half and jinx did you see where john morant was doing a celebration on the bench pointing a an imaginary gun like john morant what are you doing did you see so this stupid. i did see this i don't understand <sighs> what you're doing like what are you doing you're not you're not helping like nobody thinks you're a badass because you're leaning into these charges, which no, there are these allegations. Nothing has been charged yes. against John Morant, but there have been a bunch of allegations, one of which involves him waving a gun around or a teen threatening him with a gun. So it's sort of a he said, he said, but certainly John Morant, if you look at this story, which was published by the Washington Post a couple days ago, John Morant has had some brushes with the law. Again, no charges. And his agent says this is just people coming after Ja, but regardless, like read the freaking room, dude. Like what, why would you, it, what does it help you? Like you, you, you're, 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 you're more of a badass because I look at me, you know what? I don't care what people think about me. Here's my finger gun or whatever. It's so stupid. It's like <laughs> my finger gun. I, I, that's, Gilbert Arenas did this. Gilbert Arenas did this years ago when there was a gun that he brought into the locker room and the wizard's locker room was just an insane time. And then, the next game, he was coming out onto the court and he was doing finger guns, like pointing guns with his fingers. I'm like, what? This isn't funny. It's not a joke and it's not helping your image. Why would you do this? It's so stupid. The Grizzlies, not just Jaw, again, for a team that has won absolutely nothing, like they're so brash and they haven't done anything. I don't understand what's happening. I'm cool with trash talk. But when we get into guns and like off the court stuff where you're right. just like acting nonchalant.
nonchalant about like gun usage, like that's a no from me. And plus, why would you want to put yourself in the same category as Gilbert Arenas, who nobody's saying, oh, that's who you need to model yourself after. Uh, The guy that was not making great decisions in his career. So John Rant, what are you doing? But circling back to this game, uh, I was mentioning how good the Nuggets are at home. And that has been the case all season long against the spread this season, 21-10 and 1 ATS and straight up. 28 and four so the nuggets on their home court have been fantastic and even in the head-to-head matchups memphis won the the home version of this one uh in uh, on february 25th 112 to 94 but that was in memphis if you look at the the matchup for denver when they were playing in denver they beat the grizzlies 105 to 91 so the home run splits seem to matter here jenks who do you like Ooh, i i think i'm gonna go with Mm, I've gone back and forth on this game. I, think go with the, <laughs> I know, I know. And I handicapped this game. I think I probably would go with the Nugs here, right? Like they've just been yeah. a, they've been so good at home this season, 21-10 and one against the number. I mean, that's the best record against the spread at home this season. And the Grizzlies are just untrustworthy against the number at home. So look, this is going to be interesting from a, a playoff perspective because we're talking about two of the best teams in the West. But I think, I think the Nuggets make a statement tonight. Five and a half seems a little short for me because the Grizz, again, they struggle away from Memphis. Give me Denver. I like Denver too. I think the only question mark I have is the spread here because it does seem like a lot of points for a talented Grizzlies team. Like that's the only question I have. So Jenks, let me float a proposition to you. Suns, Nuggets, Moneyline Parlay, plus 104. Do we like it? Oh, I love that. That's a great, yes, I absolutely love that. Do you think that the Bulls are going to win tonight? Absolutely not. And the Grizz are not going to beat the Nuggets in Denver. I love that play. I think the sabotage factor is the Grizzlies. Like, they're talented enough to hang with the Nuggets, Mm -hmm. but the home road splits are you know, jumping off the page to me. So I think I will play that. I don't know if it's an official play. Do you ever feel bad about giving out, like, I don't want to give out a parlay on this show because isn't the number one advice from anybody who's in the sports betting world is like, don't bet parlays? It is, but also I think when you think about a parlay, you tend to think a three or four or five leg parlay a two-team parlay, yes, it is still a parlay. I get that. But also, I think if you're smart about it, it's not like most people when they bet parlays, you know how it is. It's a ton of legs, and they're looking for a massive return. Whereas here, it's yes, it's a parlay, but it's a smart parlay in the name of maybe just lowering the juice a little bit and just getting a little bit better value. So not all parlays are built the same. Exactly. And I think this one is... What I'm trying to do is get away, getting away from like laying a ton of juice. Cause like I do that a lot. Um, mm-hmm. You know, not a ton. Like we're talking about less than minus 150, but it's a good way to get some plus money on your card at plus 104. So uh, Nuggets, Suns parlay. I think I'm going to be doing that. Maybe not on the nice. show, but personally, I just placed it. So it's happening for me. Uh, let's say out <laughs> West, Kings, Clippers, Kings minus four and a half, total off the board. And Jenks this morning, I read this tweet. Paul George said he should be available to play tomorrow in Sacramento, but is waiting to see how he feels after a night of sleep. 
god. What? After a okay. night of sleep, is he like magically gonna feel better in the morning? Like he doesn't know his body I... at this point in his career. Maybe he's worried he's gonna have a caffeine <laughs> hangover. Maybe he's been drinking a bunch of monster energy drinks and he's like, listen, if I wake up and I've had one too many cups of coffee or too many monster energy drinks, I could have a caffeine hangover. I don't know what's going on there. I'm with the Kings on this one, I gotta <laughs> tell you. This is, I don't know what's, the Clippers are an absolute mess right now, by the way. They're an absolute mess. Oh my God. And oh, by the way, Kawhi Leonard is not playing in this one due oh, to- God injury management which i guess is different from load management so these two it's always something the clippers are not trustworthy in this regard when they do play they're a great team but there's a reason mm -hmm. this line has moved from four and a half to five and a half so i'll roll with the kings like is there any argument here like maybe just the number is too big at this point for the no. clippers the Clippers stink right now, and they have Russell Westbrook. I don't know how many times I have to say this. They, whenever Russell Westbrook comes to your team, you know what happens? He starts shooting bad shots. He doesn't. He doesn't distribute the ball like he used to. He doesn't play smart basketball. He's not the force that he used to be. Last night, Chelsea, the Warriors were stepping off of him and being like, "Go ahead, take your shot," and he couldn't hit. Like that's how you know it's getting bad when they're like, "You know what? Go ahead, guy." Oh, you're a big shooter, big time guy. Go ahead. Go ahead, all-star. Knock it down. He's not doing it. The Kings have been great against the number this season, but I, I, I'm not trusting the Clippers at all. They've lost four straight. Sack town it is. All right. Let's go down the list. Don't love that game, but I would lean towards the Kings. Pelicans, Warriors, Warriors, minus five and a half. Total off the board. Uh, Warriors have been really good. Coming off an outright win as an underdog. Uh, over the Clippers. So, Jenks, are you rolling with the dubs here at home? Ooh, I think you have to. I, I The only thing is, is that it is the back end of a back-to-back -back for Golden State, right? So it is something you have to keep in mind. But, man, the Warriors are playing really good without Steph Curry. Jordan Poole, in particular, has stepped it up and provided that scoring punch and also – Few teams are as good at home as the Warriors. They're 21, 11, and 1 against the spread at home this season. That's second best in the league. I think the Warriors are the play. Yeah, this is the time to play the Warriors when they're mm -hmm. playing at home. And then we don't have a ton of time. I'd like to get this little nugget in. Walker Kessler, my dude, just named uh, Rookie of the Month, I believe, for the Western Conference. He is playing tonight in Jazz Thunder. Once again, his rebounding prop over 11 and a half is plus 100. You have to take in mind, though, both these teams, I think, are tanking. So he could be on a minutes mm -hmm. restriction. But keep an eye on uh, Walker Kessler tonight for the Jazz. For more, listen to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BetQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.